Welcome to Sex Communication, a project aimed at changing how people talk about sex. It features audio recordings of sex acts, extremely frank conversations, and many confessionals. Please note that our content is explicit and uncensored. And while these episodes may indeed arouse you, the intent is to inform and inspire. Join us now for a judgment and shame-free exploration of sex. Sexy, sexy, sex stuff. Sex. Hey there, welcome to episode 76. It's another quickie episode. This is how I got off from October 14th through October 20th. And I did a lot better this past week than I did in the weeks prior, which is to say I did masturbate and multiple times. Uh, three days this week, which I was really hoping for more of that. The week started out, you know, Monday is always kind of like, eh, is it going to happen? Is it not going to? And then Tuesday, I was like committed to it. It was like making this happen. Um, so Tuesday I did, and uh, I needed a little help. Also, I have been using the insertable vibrator sans vibration because I keep forgetting to charge it. So Tuesday, you know, I was using the toys uh, the, the dead vibrator and using porn on top of that. And interestingly enough, I have to say of the two porn clips that I watched the second one, which is the first one in the list that's in the, the episode notes features, not one, but two women with fake breasts, definitely the one. And I'm like nearly certain the other one did as well, though they were smaller, but it's neither here nor there. The point is to all of this, you know, why I'm even mentioning this, there's been a lot of feedback uh, given to me about my, well, me stating my preferences for natural breasts and my distaste for fake breasts. You know, it's kind of like in line with how I am as a baseball fan. Like I'm a Mets fan, but I'm a Mets fan that hates the Yankees. I'm not a Mets fan who's like, oh, any New York team. Like I, I hate the Yankees. And it's kind of the same thing with breasts. It's like, yes, I'm pro natural breasts, but when it comes to porn, I dislike the fake breasts. It's not like I'm just kind of, you know, like any type of breast will work. But this week that was kind of the case. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and the only thing that I can think that would explain why the clip worked, given the two women in them had obviously fake breasts, was that the activity of the clip trumped the aesthetic nature of it. So, and also, I guess I have to reiterate, all of these feelings and preferences are strictly in regards to porn, and the porn that I watch, like, you want fake breasts, have fake breasts, Maybe someday I'll get fake breasts. Like, there are a million and one reasons to do it or not do it. You do your thing. I have no problem with it. I'm, like, very accepting of it. It's just when it comes to porn, we want to watch what we want to watch. You're no different than me in in that regard. So, like, I'm not going to judge what you watch. And I, you know, I'm not asking you to judge what I watch. I'm just, like, sharing this. This is just kind of like a demonstration of behavior of be open about like whatever this stuff is that gets you off and try not to judge yourself or other people about it in the process. Anyway, um, so as usual, I did include both of the clips in the show notes uh, and they're labeled so that you know which is the natural and which is the fake. And I have to say in this case, the natural one, though, again, this is more to the production of that clip was like, it just wasn't working. And like in both of these instances, the 
effectiveness of or the quality of the clip had nothing to do with the bodies involved. It was all like either production or activity or both. So anyway, um, that aside, uh, the other two days were Friday and Saturday. And that was activity that came without porn. I had finally remembered to charge the insertable vibrator. So that was a big help. It's so much better. I really don't know what I was thinking using it without the vibration part. Like this is, and I'm talking about like when it was charged and when I was still kind of in the, the habits of the old dildo that I had, which, you know, I had broken the mechanical part, so it couldn't vibrate, you know, and I was just like used to using the vibrator as a dildo and not taking advantage of the vibrations. But now that I have a new toy that works properly, you know, and I've come to really appreciate what it does. Um, yeah, it really doesn't make sense for me to suffer and not take the time to just plug the damn thing in <laughs> and charge it. Uh, so charge your, charge your vibrators out there and wash your sex toys. Always remember to do that. Anyway, um, so, you know, I mentioned these last two days that I, I did whack off. I did not use porn, and that's because I had the porn of the mind. Um, I.e., you know, like, fantasy is born of real life. And that is because I have been <laughs> nurturing a crush uh, it's very junior high of me. Uh, there's somebody that I encounter infrequently in social life. And by infrequently, that is once a week. And not even guaranteed once a week, but generally once a week, sometimes not. Anyway, it's kind of funny, this crush. You know, usually I have crushes and there's kind of a ravenous quality to them. You know, I think about them when I'm laying down and it's just like, it's this very hungry, aggressive, you know, animalistic kind of desire. And this guy, like, I find him very attractive, but there's something very, very sweet about him. Not sweet in the way, like, I feel like when I say this, it sounds very similar to the way I would have described this very young guy that, um, that I, I had an encounter with, uh, I guess over a year ago now. And, you know, he was very warm and tender and he, but he was like also very kind of soft and way too young and just kind of like not formed enough. And this guy is not like that. Like he it just has a more, He's got like a totally stereotypical like man's man kind of uh, job. And he, I don't know what it is about him that inspires this kind of like warm and fuzzy kind of fantasy and feeling when I think about him. But yeah, I mean, but he's like a nice guy, you know, like, you know, the tough guys are out there, but they're nice guys. But he's not a tough guy that like acts like a tough guy with a whole bunch of like bravado and like you know, acting like an asshole. Like he acts like a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He just happens to not be, you know, like he, there's nothing pushover-esque about him. Um, I don't know. There's still so much I don't know about him, but that's generally how it is with crushes, right? Like the more we find out about somebody, like probably, you know, the more expectations are crushed and uh, all things like that. So I'm really enjoying that. It's very 
new and there's so much that's unknown because that really allows the fantasy to flourish, you know, because there are all these opportunities and all these ideas and, you know, dreams that haven't been crushed yet. So, you know, yeah. So given that I have this kind of warm and fuzzy feeling when I think about him, you know, the masturbation has been kind of the same, like fantasizing, like gone from thinking about being manhandled to being kind of like indulged and it just be a very kind of reciprocal giving and kind of just intimate encounter. Yeah. Anyway, in real life, there does appear to be mutual attraction, but I'm one of those people like until it's actually spoken and acted upon, I never believe it. So yeah, I don't count my chickens before they hatch is pretty much what it comes down to. So it's a crush. Where it will go or not go, I have no idea. But like I said, I'm enjoying it while it lasts. And another strange twist of the week, last night, Sunday night, um, I do uh, I do service. And so in doing service in this volunteer nature, I have my phone number posted at the place that I do service. And it's not posted for like any kind of fucking rando to text me in a social way. It's for, you know, if somebody needs help, if they have a question about something that's related to the service that I'm available. Anyway, uh, I had somebody text me last night to say, Hey, I think I copied your number down correctly. Is this Brianne from blank? And it, well, they had reached me. So yes, it was, but it was a person who had copied down my number from it, where it was posted to tell me that I was their crush. Um, you know, and I, I cut them off and was like, you know, this isn't, my number isn't posted as like a personal ad, like this is inappropriate. And if you're interested in me, then you should approach me in person. They did ask me if I was single and I did say yes, but like, approach me in person. Like, I mean, okay, I understand it takes some balls to like contact a person in this way, but you're doing it in this way that's completely anonymous. I have no idea who you are. And it's like, I'm not going to play this game with you if you don't even have the fucking nerve to come up and talk to me in real life. Because you've clearly seen me in real life. So like, what the fuck? Just given the kind of... passive way that they're going about this. I have very, very, very little uh, hope that this is, you know, going to be anything, you know, like what type of person uses this method as a way of, of doing this? I don't know. So it just, my expectations are very low is what I'm saying. I'm expecting the person to either be unattractive or way too old or way too young or just, I don't know. Like, but, (laughs) uh, I don't know. Just personality wise, it's like, this isn't, uh, it's flattering, but yeah, I'm not expecting much. Anyway, so there's a mystery person on the horizon. More to come with that. I assume sometime they're, they said they would approach me in real life, but when that's going to happen, who knows? Anyway, uh, (laughs) I guess that's all for this week. Um, so yeah, that's how my week went. I hope your week was as good, if not better. And, uh, I forgot to mention it in the regular episode, but 
I did launch the GoFundMe that I had mentioned a week or so ago, uh, and it's a fundraiser to cover the cost of the podcast equipment that I recently purchased. So there's a link to it in the show notes. There's also a link to the regular donation page for Graphic Paint, which is up all the time. So if you are a listener of the podcast and you want to support the work that's being done, please consider chipping in. Any amount is appreciated. There's no donation too small. And, uh, you know, there's lots of ways to share the fundraiser. So if you're not already telling people about the podcast, please do that and maybe also share the fundraiser. Anyway, I'll be back with a regular episode this Thursday. And as always, I wish you many orgasms. Be well. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sex Communication. Did you dig it? Tell a friend. Subscribe. Leave a review on iTunes. Send an email. I really would love for you to do all of these things. And if you'd like to know more about this project, visit graphicpaint.com slash sexpodcast for additional episodes and background on how this all began. And if you'd like to be a part of this podcast, send an email to sex at graphicpaint.com. Every story and experience is valuable, so why not do an interview or submit your own filthy audio? Be a part of our revolution and help us spread the message of sexy self-acceptance.